this card. He puts a toe into it, and it's right through the uprights. Somebody's excited. We are back. It is a game week and we are rocking and rolling. Let's fucking do this. I am ready. Isn't it every, isn't every week a game week, technically? Every game, every week is a game week for our podcast, yes. Um, but uh this one's a little different. <laughs> yeah, little this one's a little different. Uh you're listening to Pudgy in the fridge. I'm Zach, aka Pudgy, and with me the wonderful Sometimes, sometimes wonderful. You got uh, Spencer, aka the Fridge, and uh, it's, a, it's a big week. We uh, we'll, we'll lead into it, but uh, I won't take uh, the Zach's uh, thunder. That I'm sure he's very excited to uh, to jump on this week. So, oh yeah, there is so much stuff we're going to talk about. So many fun of the things. Um, Nick Saban tested positive. All things. the rights in the world. I mean, oh, what? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, oh. yeah. So, so first news: he p- tested positive. Um, SEC rules state that um, if you take get three negative tests within th- within twenty four or wait forty eight hours, and you have two done within twenty four, you can coach. Obviously, he tested negative, so he was able to coach on Saturday. I mean, not yep. that I'm not I'm not sure if that would have mattered or not, but. Uh, oh. that's You'd be surprised. It's, it's definitely uh, something that could have thrown a wrench into things. I mean, it wasn't like it was, you know, that cupcake team they like to play every other season and whatnot. But, um, you know, it just it showed what, uh, what Alabama has. And uh, I think Mac Jones is uh, really coming on the scene to be uh up-and-coming uh, SEC quarterback now. So Yeah. He's doing he's doing pretty some pretty good things. Uh, some other big news that has also uh, shook the Big Ten college football world. Anyways, Jeff Brom, uh, Purdue's head coach, tested positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came out today and said he would more than likely have to quarantine for ten days, which would prevent him from coaching in their in their opener against Iowa on Saturday. Yep. And, um, and that's that, that's a lot of storyline with that game. Obviously, you got that scenario for them. And then you, you look at the other side of the ball and you got Iowa, Iowa dealing with oh my God. just any and every racial situation you can think of at this point. Um, they just had a, a commit draw, decommit uh, mm-hmm. today just because of the uh, racial concerns. And uh, it's, it's looking more and more likely we might see Kurt friends out as a coach of Iowa after I, God, how many years now at I, this point, 20, 20 plus. I think it is that right now. Yeah. I would not be surprised. I think he's going to be finished the year and he's going to, I think he's going to retire. It's going to be something like a uh, mutual Joe, agreed was, upon. Wasn't that Joe Paterno kind of thing? Yeah. Was, except, except, I, I mean, to be honest, I mean, they are two different situations, but they are just as horrible. Yeah. Um, Everybody, there's no reason any any kid or anyone for that matter should go through things that 
what are being said as true um, at Iowa that have happened. Um, and that's just, it's just something, you know, we're in different times. Those things shouldn't happen anyways. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's sad to see that it's still a situation. And uh, as, as much as uh, we uh, go against Iowa and everything, it's, it's, you know, you feel for the kids out there and, and the, obviously the coaches that are not, you know, not partaking in some of those uh, mm-hmm. negative situations. So uh, hopefully they can kind of figure things out, but it, we could see a change of the pasture there and uh, maybe a different, different route for Iowa. Maybe they're going to go from the, you know, the, boring offense as people like yeah. to call it to maybe we'll see something more exciting and we'll get you know spread and just something crazy going on out there to be interesting it's, it's definitely possible i mean there's things that have uh where are things that have happened i guess i mean we had a west coast offense for what four year four or five years now or yeah. four or five years previously i should say and now well, we have we still have that up tempo Maybe even longer than that. I mean, we started yeah. to really get into it back with uh, Callahan mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of expanded from there. And then Bill Pelini put a little more shotgun in the thing. But then uh, we finally went up to uh, more spread and getting the ball out there. But uh, Iowa could be jumping out of the ban- uh, onto the bandwagon a little bit finally. So it is it is it is more more possible. Um, so we had another great week of college football. Mm-hmm. Which is always, which is always wonderful, um, and it started off Wednesday, man. <laughs> Jeez, that was that was uh, interesting to see the score on that one. As uh, as if you listened to last week, obviously it was down in the their neck mm-hmm. of the woods in uh, Myrtle Beach, enjoying myself and. Got a, a couple things here and there of uh, some sports. Really wanted to enjoy my time down there. So, yeah, of course. Uh, try, try to get caught up before this, but probably a little more reactionary than uh, mm-hmm. the normal to some of these situations. But, uh, but yeah, I think Coastal's uh, proven themselves to to be a a solid team. And uh, it was interesting to be around the fan base down there of the people. Uh, yeah. That are in the area and stuff. They, uh, it's not uh, you know, you don't see a big support for a group like that. But uh-huh. it, uh, it was uh, fun to watch, and they're they're excited to see where the team's gonna kind of turn out this year. So exactly, um, it, and they're currently sitting four and zero. They are a new team in the top twenty five that will hit um, obviously after we finish this review. Mm-hmm. Um, but Coastal Carolina is able to pull off that upset over twenty one Louisiana. Uh, ended up winning thirty to twenty seven with possibly. In my mind, the worst field goal, winning field goal call <laughs> of all time. Um, he just did not seem excited about it, and it kind of really upset me. <laughs> really, like interesting. Okay, like I mean, I'll probably put it in the intro uh, yeah. so people can hear it. But it was. So if, if you're listening to this, you're gonna hear all. You're gonna hear that wonderful, uh, non-enthusiastic uh, winning winning call there for uh, it's like, an upset. So. And then I thought to myself, that's why you're why you're calling a Wednesday night game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's that's why you're a team that. I mean, it's one of the few, either the first time or very few times they've been ranked as a team. So, mm-hmm. Grayson McCall, um, he's continuing to do great things. Mm-hmm. Seventeen for twenty-four, two hundred two yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a good back and forth game, and Louisiana's a still a good team, and um, they they try to do their part. You know, one or two. Uh, place uh, that go their way and you know obviously this is looking at a, a foreign oath foreign ld on their side and uh um moving forward but 
No, but Coastal Carolina, they put themselves probably closer to the driver's seat in the conference with this win. I mean, Louisiana looking like one of the better teams, so they got a good chance to to really push forward and uh, be at the end of the end of the road. Yeah, the championship. No, so you're, no, you're you're completely right. Um, going back to our picks, we had Kyle on last week. He picked Coastal Carolina, you know, to uh, to win. Or no, he picked Coastal Carolina to cover, but he had Louisiana to win, so he yeah. lost that one. And also, I started off the week great. That they were my lock of the week, um, Coastal Carolina, and they pulled it off. Uh, you also had Coastal Carolina, so we both uh, started the week off with a win. Um, yeah, and I, it's uh, I was surprised myself a little bit, but uh, but happy I went on uh, went with your uh, bandwagon a little bit. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a, uh, they're they're heck of a football team, as Bo Pelini yeah. would say. Um, right, exactly. I mean, even um, them, they, could, they might be able to beat LSU. Yeah, Who knows? <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, and then Houston uh, is no longer undefeated. Uh, they played their second game, oh, uh, lost to BYU, forty-three to twenty-six. Zach Wilson is getting into that Heisman talk. Uh, oh, 20, 25 for thirty-five, four hundred yards, four touchdowns. It's it's remarkable. He was, was a leading rusher, nine for yep. forty for the team. So, yep. I mean, that, that was one thing that BYU could not run the ball for anything mm-hmm. on that on this game. But their uh, quarterback made the plays he needed to, and uh, really helped to take the team to uh, to victory. And uh, the fourth quarter was uh, was pretty outrageous in this one. Yep, uh, they just is a back and forth game again. I mean, Houston really came out strong to to finish the first half and going with the lead and uh, just kind of stuck with it. And then BYU just and Zach Wilson just took over and they mm-hmm. just uh, ended up running away. Their uh, receiver Dax. Uh, Dax uh, Malin, Malin. I don't know if I said that right, but uh, nine, one forty-eight, and three He'll touchdowns. Call He'll call in if it's right. not. Right, exactly, right. exactly. We're, so. we're waiting for your call, man. Waiting for your call. So, <laughs> so um, it's a big explosive offense to, for them. So, and and one game we did not cover, but uh, Arkansas State beat Georgia State in basketball. Uh, fifty nine <laughs> to fifty two. <laughs> so uh, that, was, that, was a, that was an exciting game. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a. Oh, it's did the Alabama game against Old Miss was that that was more high scoring, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. Alabama got the sixties. Did you so Arkansas State passing as a team because they had three people throw passes only, which is odd. Yeah, uh, the the stupid dual quarterback system actually worked for once for somebody, I know. but. 40 for 57, 551, and eight touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That is That's just insane. insane. Their uh, leading receiver, 15 catches, 177, and two scores. And they had a guy right behind him at nine for 172 and two scores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is just nuts, dude. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. Um, And then uh, we had uh, – so speaking back about Zach Wilson – uh, we'll we'll cover the Clemson game later, but he was four yards off of matching Trevor Lawrence for yards and had one less touchdown, which is still insane on its own yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and, and and he's doing off with obviously a lot less talent on yep. an honest team. So yep. So uh, Kyle's lock of the week was BYU by ten. He got that one right on the button. Uh, and then nice. 
Thanks to yeah. the thanks to the second or the fourth quarter, and uh, yeah. obviously my uh, my pick did not go as planned. In that no, it did so. not. I also picked by <laughs> BYU. Um, uh, and then our the next the second to last game we had on Friday night, or the last game we had on Friday night, was a wonderful SMU and Tulane game that also went into overtime. Uh, Tulane's just having a rough time. Uh, yeah. Had three losses in the American Conference, all pretty much close losses uh, after strong non-conference. Yeah, and I, I man, with with what SMU lost, like props mm-hmm. to them for figuring it out. Um, I mean, they did what they their style of offense worked and uh, ended up uh, securing things for them. But uh, I mean, Tulane is they're showing they're they're that you know the team like uh, Nebraska was maybe a couple of years ago where. You know, we had a not not necessarily the best record, but just mm-hmm. always those close games and had those mm-hmm. opportunities to pull it out. So, yep, which is something you have to be able to do to become a great team. Uh, Shane Bouchal, uh, the Texas transfer, uh, 23 for 37, 384 yards, two touchdowns. And then uh, Stefan Henderson for Tulane, 19 carries, 132 yards. Rasheed Rice for SMU, seven receptions, 139 yards, and one touchdown. Yep, it was um, one of three insane. receivers over 100 yards for yep, SMU. It's crazy. They spread the ball around quite a bit. Oh, yeah. They always do that. They love it. Yeah. I love that offense over there. Right. Um, Kyle picked uh, SMU to cover. Um, unfortunately, they did not. <laughs> but we picked both Tulane. There you so go, Kyle. There you either. go. <laughs> um, we were close. So. Yeah, we were. Next up, we have Clemson. Uh, they just thoroughly beat down Georgia Tech. Uh, it was tied at 7-7 at one point, but uh, that was it. <laughs> That's, dude, that is the craziest part. Like he, In these yep. games, you usually see him get in like the fourth quarter because he yep. had the backups in, and they, they finally have a chance to move the ball, but they moved it at the beginning of the game, so I'm, I wonder if that maybe pissed off Dabo Sweeney a little bit and uh, said, you guys need to figure this out. Let's, let's get this done. Clemson had four people throw passes in this game. Mm-hmm. And Trevor yeah. Lawrence, <laughs> twenty-four for thirty-two, four hundred four yards, five touchdowns. Oh, yeah. guacamole! I mean, that's just that's that's who Trevor Lawrence is. I mean, in comparison, you got Georgia Tech as a team went six for fourteen for eighty-one with a touchdown and a pick. So, and uh, the pick by Trevor Lawrence. Ended his streak to try to uh, get up their Russell Wilson uh, category when he uh, set the uh, most consecutive passes without an interception. So, oh yeah, think, yeah, uh, that's two, right. Two forty nine, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So, it's. Uh, I mean, he still shows he's a spectacular player, and uh, even with that uh, little blip on, on the radar, if you will, I think he's. Uh, you know, showing strong, and he's probably the leader for the Heisman at this point. Um, just going forward, so yeah, he's he's still playing wonderful. I don't think there's, I'm not sure what can what what else can be done with him, but he's doing some great things. He's gonna be yep. a heck of a. He's gonna be. He's probably he might leave. <laughs> he's probably gonna leave. I would think. Um, I mean, but, it would surprise me if he didn't, but yeah, I mean, it's you never know. If they don't win the national title this year, it's Probably gonna throw a wrench in things, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Yep. Jesus, they had so many people could like so many people touch the ball for Clemson yeah. in this game. It's crazy. Like they had like ten people run the ball, like twenty people catch a pass. It was just mm-hmm. let's throw everybody in the mix that's got a scholarship and let's make it happen. Exactly, uh, Clemson. Uh, so ended up covering. Uh, Kyle picked Clemson. I picked Georgia Tech to cover. 
Spencer, you got Clemson covering as your lock of the week. We all three hit our lock of the weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something you like to see. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy um, to hear that. Just, yeah. you know, hopefully at some point my upset special can hit. So Yeah, same here. Uh, when they play a game, I guess. Uh, so we had uh, Miami. They covered against Pittsburgh 31 to 19. Um, Miami sort of just got away from them there. Uh, it was, I, I mean, my uh, Kyle said Miami wouldn't cover. You had Pitt. Uh, I had Miami uh, winning outright. So, uh, I mean, at this point, Pittsburgh's pretty much out of the ACC yeah, race, I would assume. Yeah. They're knocked um, out. They're, they're going to just play whatever bowl game they get. And that's kind of where my uh, ACC pick uh, kind of goes mm-hmm. at this point. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, Derek King, 11 carries, 32 yards. Uh, Jordan Addison for Pittsburgh, eight receptions, 147 yards. That's, that's just that's insane. Cool. Yeah. King had 222 in the air and four mm-hmm. touchdowns as well. So, oh, yeah, pretty yeah. solid day and uh, keeping Miami uh, at least in the conversation f- to to be up there in the ACC uh, title games. So. Maybe get a New Year's Six bowl bid. Who knows? Um, if they I don't have that. See that, I don't want to see that. But um, Army scores a touchdown in every quarter and ends up beating uh, University of Texas San Antonio, uh, twenty-eight to sixteen. Um, the only time I did not pick UTSA, I think we had them and, right. uh, army pulls it off <laughs> army army still doing their thing. They're, they're five yeah. and one on the season and, uh, and, uh, run on the ball. Like, uh, like they know how they only threw three passes completed one. Yeah. Like that's even for army. That's still kind of odd to see, but, uh, you know, Russian ran the ball very thoroughly 60 for three Oh five, five yards of carry, which is, which is awesome. That's, that's what army has to do to obviously uh, be successful, but uh, their defense played tough and uh, held down a, somewhat of a hot team. So Yeah, definitely. And then uh, something that also brought a tear to my eye uh, this <laughs> past week. Uh, first off, uh, you and Kyle had UTSA. You actually had UTSA covering the seven-point spread. Um, they didn't do that. Um, they were close, but no cigar. I had an army outright. Uh, the next game that actually brought a tear to my eye because of what happened you know that quarterback, um, what's his name? Uh, I think he was at the game when Alabama oh lost God. to Auburn on that kickoff return. Bo, Bo Nix is – yeah, it's Bo Nix. Oh um, your boy, <laughs> your player of the year candidate right yeah. now. Yep. Uh, continues to show why the SEC is a little overrated after and, and you know Alabama. Bo Nix showed, as, as I said, how overrated he is. Yep. Like he – he had the ball in his hands 62 times. He threw it 47, yeah. ran it 15. That's, that is that is too many. No, exactly, exactly. Like, and he had just one touchdown and th- mm-hmm. three turnovers. Yeah, three turnovers. Make yeah. sure he didn't have a fumble. Especially or when you have your running back, 16 carries, 111 yards. Yeah, they should. Like, he, they needed to give him the ball more. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm sure he. Uh, I'm guessing it was a, probably a lot of. Uh, I don't know if it was a lot of design quarterback runs or read options or what, but this he's he's not a guy that needs to have his ball the ball in his hands that many times, and it's just again, I mean, Auburn's gonna another team that just uh, shows SEC's got way too much bias in some of the stuff, and then needs to needs to be pushed out, and yep. people need to get more respect for where it needs to go. Yep. Uh, I mean, Will Muschamp, probably one of the bigger wins of his career as, as a as the Gamecocks oh, yeah. coach. Um, so see if he can bring him back to where he was, where, you know, he was highly touted going in there after Steve Spurrier mm-hmm. being able to turn it around. Um, but uh, hasn't been able to yet. 
He's kind of going all over his footsteps because Steve Sperry was out in Florida too. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I was the only one to pick South Carolina, you know, so because I'm awesome. Uh, but that wasn't my upset of the week, unfortunately. It should have been. Uh, the game we did skip over, in case you were wondering. Should have picked that going one down at home. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, Tulsa and Cincinnati. Cincinnati was favored by three. Uh, the game was postponed, I believe, to December 19th because of yep. COVID. Uh, so they will play later on in the week. I'm looking forward to that football game. I think it'll be pretty good. That was one of um, six games this week that I had to get postponed. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, not a good week for that. And speaking of overrated teams, Notre Dame uh, ended up <laughs> uh, surviving, I guess you could say, against uh, that's, Louisville. That's, um, I just... Uh, again, an overrated team. If, if they play anybody that's worth the crap, and some when they get to that point, it's it's going to show. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kyron Williams, he's the only reason they were able to hold on late because there were some yeah. times where they had uh, third and long, third and medium, and he they he they give him the ball and he was able to get those hard yards for him to get that uh, yeah. to get those first downs oh, to close out the game. It's Louisville hosts one and four, and they they haven't even won a conference game. So well, I'm sure their defense has a few holes in it. Yeah. Notre Dame, uh, or Notre Dame does play Clemson and South and North Carolina still. Uh, yeah. So. Well, 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 we'll get to that before too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, let's see here. So for that, as I always do, I picked against Notre Dame. Uh, they ended up uh, winning, uh, but you both covered. picked Notre Dame to cover, not cover. Yeah. And you both had it right. Um, you can't just you can't trust it. Like Ian Book is is not you know mm-hmm. not a championship quarterback by any means. And okay. obviously Notre Dame's going to have some talent, and they're playing a, a mediocre team. Yep. But you know, they're not going to cool wall at people like we saw with Clemson by any means. So. And then uh, our next game we had on the docket also had postponed because of COVID reasons. And when asked where they may have been tested, why they tested positive, it was because of College Station when they played Texas A&M. Florida still bitter over that loss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they were supposed to play LS, host LSU. Uh, that game got postponed. Your favorite team in SEC? <laughs> yeah. Um, against LSU, so Bo Pelini's got another week to figure the shit out on his yeah. defense. Well, uh, not get embarrassed, you mean? By yeah, a, uh, yeah. By what is still a uh, top level quarterback. So it's when that game plays, Kyle Trask could have a, another a, a big week still. Mm-hmm. So unless he uh, gets like six and dies or something, but in UCF, the former national champions <laughs> claim <laughs> national champion yes. uh, is no longer this. This dominant force in the American, it seems they have now they are now nine and five in their last uh, that would be 14 games in the last 14 games. They are nine and five. That's dude. That that's, was a that's a conference USA game right there as well. It's fifty to forty nine, yep. just a back and forth. Memphis Memphis scores dude. within the last minute to take the lead. Yeah. Dylan and, Gabriel. Your 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 uh, non Heisman like uh, like the, he's probably gonna he's gonna play in some pros offense somewhere. And, 35, uh, 49, 601 yards, five touchdowns. Just, he he was doing what he could to to get his yep. team there and and try to help out. But uh, but Memphis did what they had to do. Their, their quarterback thirty four for fifty forty six and six touchdowns himself. Mm-hmm. And they had. UCF had three guys over 170 yards receiving. 
Memphis had, uh, you know, almost three guys in, at a hundred yards, uh, but just, just going all, just going all over the yard with it and just, just going crazy, man. It's that, that would be a, I'm an offensive guy. That'd be a fun game to watch for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Arizona just score again? Yeah. Christian Kirk just caught a bomb. Jesus. Which I'm, I'm ecstatic for. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, let's, me and Kyle, keep it rolling. Yeah. Me and Kyle both had UCF. I had a UCF covering anyway, as well. <laughs> uh, you were the only one with Memphis. Let's go. Um, so uh, you got that one pulled off. Get one back. Um, Get one back. <laughs> another a game we did not have on our, I think somebody used to call Satan and uh, make sure hell hasn't frozen over because the fucking Arkansas Razorbacks won another SEC game. Dude, Dude they're moving, <laughs> man. They're moving. 33 to 21 over Lane Kiffin. Like, after the Alabama game, was that? I know. Is this that's a, a letdown, or is this maybe like proving something about what Nick Saban said? I'm not sure. <laughs> that's, that makes um, it even more suspicious. Yeah, uh, I mean, we'll talk. I mean, with what he did against Nick Saban, what about what Mississippi State did against LSU in that first week? They have, yeah. um, I think, at one point. Uh, Mississippi State had not scored a touchdown in the last three or four quarters for Mike Leach's offense. And That's they good. lose, I think, I mean, at this point, it seems people have figured out Mississippi State pretty easily. But, <laughs> um, I mean, at the SEC, they got the athletes to stick with those players. Sure. I mean, yeah. the Pac-12 has athletes, but they, they get a lot more obvious offensive players and defensive guys up there, and so it's easier to kind of spread it around and um, I, I mean, they got they did what they had to do to to shut them down. So it's and now Texas a can further be overrated. Uh, <laughs> so um, that's they're great gonna, for Alabama. They're, they're going to the SEC title game. Okay, yeah. it's, it's gonna happen. Texas a So they win twenty eight to fourteen. Tom and they bitched uh, your your boy KJ Costello. I know, right? Or he he, he got benched. Right? He didn't get hurt. So he, make he sure he got benched. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they will. Uh, they might be playing the. They're the freshmen here going forward. Yeah. Um, just well, because for the future. 15 for 22, 99 and a pick. And then he went nine rushes for negative 27 yards. Those are Zach Taylor rushing numbers, man. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, that's, I mean, obviously like you might see that in a little bit with Mike Leach offenses, mm-hmm. but you obviously you, you expect to see more out of the passing game. Yeah. So Kellerman. Oh, go ahead. No, you're good. Oh. Kellen Mond, 13 for 23, 139 yards passing, two touchdowns. Isaiah Spiller, 18 carries, 114 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, Both had was, wonderful games. That was the man that uh, that carried him to uh, to the victory on that one for sure. So, um, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the rankings and uh, and see where A&M lays uh, after this mm-hmm. week. There's a... There's a, a chance they uh, they might have moved up, even though it's not a, not a great win by any means. Yeah. And, and whatnot, but uh, uh, I don't know. I would A and M and like A and M and Notre Dame played. It would be an interesting game. <laughs> it would be first one to seven. Yeah. <laughs> um. Again, uh, you and Kyle both had Texas A and M. I had Mississippi State. I was going for more upset laden. Uh, almost worked out for me a little bit, as we'll come Close. come across here shortly. Yes. Um. We are Marshall. Does stay unde- undefeated, thirty-five to seventeen. Grant Wells for Marshall, 19 for 24, 227 yards, two touchdowns, playing a hell of a game. Kyle picked at La Tech. Me and you picked Marshall. You had Marshall covering, which they did. Boom. Another one. 
And then keeping a rolling, keeping a rolling. And then another game where I was right yet again. Uh, Florida <laughs> State ends up holding oh on to God. upset North Carolina. Dude. It was what? 20 like or no, it wasn't 20 for 36. It was uh, where'd that game go? <laughs> it was tw- 28 to 31. Florida State tried pissing down their pants and they almost did. Well, I mean, they, they go into halftime at 31 to 7. Yep. And get shut and, out in the second half. Man. Yeah. And UNC did what they could on the first half. You just, you can't shit the bed on the first half against a bad team and let them. You know, move of the ball over you. I mean, you had Florida State, two rushers over 100 yards. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, their quarterback didn't do anything spectacular by any means, but um, in the air, but uh, he still was one of the 100 yard rushers. Uh, UNC quarterback at uh, 20 for 36. Yeah, yep. 374, three touchdowns, a, a pretty solid day for him. So, um, but I mean, that's, I, w- I would consider that one, one of the more, Almost, I don't know if it's embarrassing because it's Florida State, but one of the bad losses for Mac Brown, not just at UNC, just in general. Yep. Like and once again, uh, Mac Brown has not beaten his alma mater, <laughs> which is Florida State. He has never beaten Florida State, which is just insane. It's a, it's a kryptonite for him, apparently. I, it's 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 hard to understand. It doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense, but it's just, it falls. It just it falls apart when he plays them. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand know. it either. Uh, then the next two games we had, uh, so I was the only one with Florida state. Um, the other game we had on that was also postponed was Oklahoma's Baylor. Baylor had to postpone because of rapes. I mean, COVID. Um, <laughs> I mean, it could be so, three notes. Yeah. Uh, but we had Al- Alabama comes into this game, six point favorites and they just roll, roll, roll your boat all yeah. over Georgia. Uh, in the second half, though, like Georgia yeah. was was running through it, and it was one of those that Alabama let them in in the first half, but they didn't let the game get out of hand like UNC mm-hmm. did. They stayed within striking distance at least, and they came out and like what Alabama does, and they usually make pretty decent halftime adjustments, and they were able to do it in this game. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, Mac Jones goes 24 for 32, 417 yards, four touchdowns. That's just insane, man. You know, yeah. Najee Harris, another good game. He he was he had him on their back uh, uh, towards the end of the game, but 31 carries, 152 and a touchdown. Um, just trying to just will his team. Uh, Devonta Smith, 11 for 167, catch the ball and two touchdowns himself. So just a, a, a good good day offensively for, for Alabama and their defense stepped up in the second half. Uh, three picks by the Georgia quarterback, uh, Stinson Benton. So yep, they, that's uh, they where, the place. That is where the, Georgia is behind Alabama and will continue yes. to be until they get better quarterback play. Yes, eighteen for forty wasn't even fifty percent. Just not not what George not not what Georgia needed in this game. Like we even Ole Miss, said, uh, <laughs> right? Right. Like, exactly. We need a quarterback. You need a quarterback. Yeah, and uh, they had one last year. Look what happened. So yep. Um, well, this uh, Alabama continues to roll, and uh, they're going to continue to move closer and closer to being the uh, class of the SEC again this year. Yes, definitely. Um, and then. Uh, we all picked Bama. Kyle had a bad pick. He picked no covering for Alabama. 
they covered. <laughs> um, so he missed that one off. Uh, and then probably more of the surprise of the night, at least to me anyways, uh, was Virginia Tech just dismantling Boston College uh, 40 to 14. Yeah. Uh, Hendon Hooker for Virginia Tech, 18 carries, 164 yards, three touchdowns. That's just ran, just ran all over him, man. Oh yeah. Um, Boston College quarterback tried to do what he could. Just um, you know, there's Jerk only so much. Yeah, only so much one guy can do. A twenty-eight for fifty-one, not a great completion. Three forty-five, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. They'd have two picks. So he uh, he tried to do what he could. Uh, Virginia Tech rushing was just too much. Mm-hmm. Forty-one uh, attempts as a team, three fifty. So. Eight and a half yards and uh, four touchdowns on the ground. Just a crazy, crazy day. Just, um, just I, I don't even know what to say. That's that's a great, uh, great job by that uh, offensive line there, just to keep pushing forward and keep moving. So, so uh, I had Boston College. Kyle had Boston College. You had Virginia Tech. So you got that one pulled off. So that was the last games that we had of the week. Um, me and you, Spencer, we both tied for eight, yeah. <laughs> of eight during for the week. Um, I have the slight lead um, in total, fifty four over your forty nine, oh, uh, and Kyle finished with four. Um, wow! So a rough, rough, uh, Kyle, rough. Kyle, Kyle, where are you at, man? Where are you at? <laughs> hey, he's you getting prepared he... for Iowa State's game this week. Okay. <laughs> um, well, at least uh, his school isn't dealing with. Uh, racial allegations so True. that's that's yeah. one thing they have over iowa right now I exactly will get them. <laughs> um so as we said earlier all three of our locks uh went perfect we went perfect lock of the week coastal carolina clemson covering and byu by 10 our all three of our upset specials did not hit um but that mine didn't hit because they didn't play you had tulane and kyle had utsa and then Mine was close. His was a little further. And uh, you had a couple other that you could have uh, essentially thrown in there if you wanted to. You had, uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to put Florida State as your upset special this week yeah, now. So <laughs> I could have, but um, so I just wasn't 100% sold in that game, which I probably should have been. Um, right, right. So we're going to go ahead and just uh, go into the new top 25 and uh, coaches poll real quick before we get to our Nebraska minute, which may be a little bit longer this week because we got some fucking football. Yes, Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. uh, God, I'm so excited. They gave me a (laughs) headache. Uh, So no, uh, no change in your top two teams. Clemson, Alabama, Notre Dame is third. Georgia drops down to four. I am. I mean, mystified. I I understand it because Georgia technically lost, but that's just just get them out of there, dude. Just get them out. Ohio State five. They're gonna drop down after this week. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma State six. AM AM uh, goes all the way up to seven, which is ridiculous. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, they're they're pushing themselves to keep Big Twelve alive for the uh the playoff. So yeah. Um so and then our biggest uh mover of the week after Oklahoma State is that Texas AM at seven, which is ridiculous. Um Penn State is eight. To be fair, I don't think any team that hasn't played yet should be ranked. Um, I just think that's fair, but yeah. it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really matter because these polls don't matter. It's the college football committee's yeah. polls that matter. Yeah, we're so. which should be coming out before too long. Yeah, I mean, uh, we should weeks have away a from couple that, so. weeks. After Nebraska beats Ohio State, they'll be ranked <laughs> in the top twenty. So that'll be fine. Um, <laughs> just a little peek, sneak peek into oh. how uh, how I think this week's going to go. Um, there you go. There you go. Florida. 
uh, or Cincinnati drops down to one because they lost a game due to COVID. They they're zero and one against COVID. Um, even, they 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 swap Penn State because yep. Penn State's playing this week. Yep. So and, and uh, it's, it's what it is. Freaking. Uh, Florida State at number 10. They should have went down too, right? Because they lost a game to COVID. Um, right, exactly. Uh, Miami uh, went up to uh, BYU went back up to uh, it's a 12, Oregon yeah. dropped down one, even though they didn't play the game. They're not playing for another <laughs> couple weeks. Yeah, I know. North like, Carolina was the biggest loser, dropping down nine, and they're tied with Wisconsin. <laughs> what's so weird? So weird. Like, Oh, jeez. Yeah, the Big Ten's making, like, they're they're still sticking around. They have a lot of respect this year from the polls, obviously. Um, I mean, there's, we got a few, uh, a few teams in there. And and, uh, if you're you're with Zach and and you want to see Nebraska go undefeated, that's a good, very good sign to to jump up on the polls real quickly. Exactly. Um, SMU 16, Iowa State 17 jumped up. Iowa State went up three spots, yeah. Not even playing a game. Uh, Michigan 18 went up one. Virginia Tech went up four after beating Boston College. So that's a 19. Yeah, tied with the biggest move for the week. Kansas State went up two, not playing again uh, to 20th. Minnesota went up three, those fucking piece of shit gophers. (laughs) 21. What are you talking about? It's your best favorite team. Um, Marshall uh, is was Marshall. Ranked, but now they are 22nd. NC State 4 and 1 is 23. USC overrated 24. Um, and then Coastal Carolina first rankings and AP poll history for Coastal Carolina at there we 25. Go. Yeah. I'm not I don't care about the coach's poll. All you need to know about the coach's poll is that uh, Nebraska is receiving 5 votes. <laughs> uh, Auburn <laughs> Uh, that uh, that might be the biggest drop actually. Out yeah. Of North Carolina because they lost, they were fifteenth. They dropped out. Tennessee was eighteenth. Over ten spots. Out. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Louisiana was twenty first, and they also dropped out. So. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and transition here over to the Nebraska minute. It's gonna be longer than a minute this week because we have some football. Um, yes, really exciting. Good, good exciting. Um, yep. So the, uh, the betting line went up on the game. I saw. I, I know it was at oh twenty six. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to, we're going to go ahead and start off real quick. Uh, we provided our top fives previously, or our top four, I should say. We have yeah. one more team to go for, our top, or one more player to go. Uh, I think we pretty much have the same guy. He was announced as the starter this week. Um, Adrian Martinez, I think this offense is only going to go as far as he can go. Yep. And if they're... If they can't, if he can't do it, I don't think he's going to have a very long leash. Um, no. Scott Frost today said, you know, I feel very capable with the quarterbacks we have. We have mm-hmm. uh, two uh, starting like quarterbacks. 1A and, and 1B, if you will. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's he's really got to come out there and play kind of like he did his, uh, his freshman year and, and really show up. And I'm guessing Frost will give him a little bit because of his experience and what he's mm-hmm. done. Like they don't want him to feel like he's always got that guy on the back shoulder because that always makes players play worse. Um, and, and especially if he's something like I want to see Luke McCaffrey in the game, but I don't want to see him um, subbing in a quarterback to do normal plays on a on a consistent basis because that's yeah. gonna be, you're not going to have any rhythm or anything like that so mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah it's the, he's he's the guy i mean it's it's uh, it, it 
probably, I mean, if it was Luke McCaffrey, he would be our number one player as well. It's just yep. that quarterback position because he drives the offense he'll, for Scott Frost. So. He'll be on the he'll be on the field at some point this year. Who knows? He could have some specialized packages. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe even get both of them on the field at once. You know, mm-hmm. who knows what can happen? Um, he's a very talented kid, and I truly do believe that he could be starting uh, even next year uh, when he oh, gets yeah. a full complete good spring ball again. Um, yep. I just think he's that talented, but you know, we've seen it before where somebody looks great as a backup and they're not able to, you know, keep it going. So, I mean, Nick, I would say Nick Foles is like prime yep. example. The dude comes in and he can play. He said he won a Super Bowl as a backup yep. and he gets a starting gig and just craps the bed basically. So, Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's on Adrian's shoulders and, and I think he, this year he's going to accept it and is a little more humble about himself. And, and mm-hmm. as we talked about last year and even the beginning of this year, there was a lot of hype that was brought into to Nebraska and it just, uh, we didn't, you know, we didn't live up to it. And I think that knocks some guys down a little bit. So, yeah, exactly. So we're going to go ahead and there's one more piece um, of news here. Oh, what? Well, I, I had a little bit of uh, news, some good, uh, some good news to to kind of bring up okay. real quick. But uh, but um, it's USC UCF quarterback Mackenzie Milton. Everyone probably recognizes the name from mm-hmm. their national championship season. He is uh, he's slowly getting back into the swing of things. It's been a couple of years since he's played after yeah. his terrible leg injury, but he, he's running the scout team for UCF right now. That's good. So he's getting back on the field. He's he's playing, and you know it, it could be interesting to see if you know maybe um, I don't know where he's at for um, years remaining, red shirts, all that good stuff and everything. But he might have a chance to to maybe come back and uh, and maybe we'll see him. I don't know about this year, but maybe next year or something like that. And it'll be a very good uh, comeback story for him. Um, Almost reminds Definitely. of like a Jason White six year kind of thing oh, from Jesus back in the early two thousands. Um, another piece of news was uh, the Nebraska Wisconsin Halloween game next week has been slated for a two thirty kickoff. Yeah. Um, so that's excellent news. Um, we will actually what? we're actually going to go ahead and uh, we're going to give our takes on the schedule real quick. Um, so. Before I get into this, my schedule predictions is going to be different than my weekly predictions, just because the Kool Aid's always flowing the week of a game. I think Nebraska yep. can win every game they play, <laughs> um, but uh, we know that you know things happen when you look at the season more so. Uh, so we'll go ahead and do our season predictions a little bit game by game, but then we'll also revisit them on a weekly basis based on how things played out the previous week. So um, first off, we're going to go ahead and just get right into it. We'll talk a little bit of Ohio state because of that's the game this week um, for our schedule. So for my season, let's see before the season started, before this week started, you know, when this schedule was released, I'm saying this game's a lost loss. Do I think it's the 26 point loss that, you know, the Vegas is showing? Probably not. I think it's going to be a little bit closer. Like it was a couple years ago when we uh, traveled up there and put a scare into Ohio state. Um, But I think we're just going to get a little bit closer um, to getting it taken care of. Got to have a good game by both sides, both lines. Got to be able to put pressure on Justin Fields. Um, They're going to have Trey Sermon as well from Oklahoma. So that's going to be a little bit scary. Um, But I think as long as our guys come out to play and play solid football uh, and don't make too many mistakes, I think they're going to be in this game till the very end. 
Yeah, uh, and it, it's going to help obviously with the the horseshoe is, is is crazy with fans and it gets very loud and it's very hard for uh, teams to come in and play. But they're mm-hmm. the fans are are not going to be there, so that's going to help out with uh, with some of that in there and maybe it'll ease a little bit of some of the nerves players are going to have and uh, help us. Uh, you know, even if we have a, an issue, a mistake here and there, it won't. Uh, completely kill our uh, momentum and just knock us out of the game. Like some, like it can happen in the horseshoe. So, um, I mean, it's it's going to be a tough game still. I mean, obviously Justin Fields has the hype. He's he might be what people consider the best quarterback this season, uh, even better than Trevor Lawrence. And uh, he's 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 focused and ready to play. I mean, he was one of the leaders to help try to push the Big Ten to come back to play football. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's biting at the lip just to get back on the field. And he's going to he's going to feel he's got something to prove, which is not what you want to see mm-hmm. um, from a top talent like that. And when he's, you know, not just just the talent that he has, but just the eagerness to, to come out and dominate basically. So um, it's a tough test, but if we can uh, limit mistakes and, you know, just uh, not, you know, overcome the, the issues that are come up, I mean, overcome big plays and, um, you know, make, you know, get out the field on third down, especially when it's third, medium, third and long. Those are going to be some of the key plays in this game when we get them into those scenarios and end some drives instead of allow them to keep marching on the field. Yep, you're 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 100 right. Um, we're gonna have to be able to put pressure on the QB because I believe we have one of the better secondaries in the Big Ten, um, and I think that's gonna be a strong point of that defense. Uh, we got some big guys on the line, um, and so, but they are young, so we just got to make sure we can get pressure and put a little bit more stopping for that run game because Ohio State's gonna want to run the ball. Yeah, and I, I think it's going to help. We have some experience on offense. Obviously, with the line, we got a couple of guys who've been there. Our centers, we obviously, got a, a year under his belt. We got Wandale that's uh, looking to be that vocal leader. Um, we got our, um, we got obviously Adrian's got three years now, and he's been named the starter. So that's probably going to ease him a little bit as well. And uh, um, we still got Luke McCaffrey, who's played obviously a few games with the red shirt last year. And now he's had a chance to be a full slate and be on the field at different opportunities. And there's there, I think with the, hopefully with Scott Frost and realizing the talent he has, you know, maybe he can come up with this, you know, son, I don't want to say crazy, but just some interesting plays and just, you know, things to throw for a loop and, you know, kind of come out the gate with, uh, just something different, you know, just something that people haven't seen yet. So. Yep. Um, so we won't give away our results for this game yet because we'll save that for the end of the podcast. Cause we got a picks. Um, but we will go ahead and, I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you want to give results on the rest of the season or just do it week by week? Well, we can do it. We gave our predictions already earlier um, a couple of weeks ago for the podcast oh, yeah, yeah. when the schedule came out and everything. So, um, I mean, I, I'm not feeling any different over what I'm fe- thinking okay. the season's going to go. Um, do you have any different opinion after what you've seen the last couple of weeks? Uh, I think we beat both Wisconsin and Iowa, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, probably thought that to start with in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, Iowa is still on, still on uh, right there, but they still have the talent, and uh, um, you know, obviously Wisconsin is is still going to focus on running the ball and and keeping it on the ground. So it's the quarterback situation up there doesn't. It wouldn't concern me as much as say Ohio State or. Um, 
Minnesota, Purdue, you know, I know Purdue's kind of an, a bottom feeder and whatnot, but just, you know, it's when their focus is not on that position, it doesn't worry me as much. So, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Um, so I guess we'll go ahead and just leave it there uh, for right now. That was your uh, Nebraska minute. Sorry, I was just watching the uh, sneak peek at the Mandalorian. Which yeah, I'm that was too. Coming back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a couple weeks, uh, man. Yep, I'm excited for that. So, um, um, getting closer and closer to more uh, shows to watch. I got some. Exactly. If you're a Marvel fan, they got a they got uh, WandaVision coming out too. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to watching that too. I think that'll be interesting. Um, so uh, we are. I already have my picks uh, for this week. Um, you know, for uh, week eight, and I texted you the games as well. So what mm-hmm. we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and go into our week eight predictions. Uh, we will do the Nebraska Ohio State game last. Um, just you know, give you guys a little bit of a incentive to listen yes. to the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first off, uh, let's go ahead and close this. Let's go ahead and open up the scoreboard for this coming week. First game, uh, I just think this can be a very interesting game. Uh, I, there wasn't a particular reason I wanted to pick it. I just think it can be very interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, the um, it's the first game of the week, too. Yeah. So. Uh, Arkansas State and Appalachian State. Appalachian State coming off of, off, of, off their first loss as an un, as a ranked team to an unranked opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, so they it's are... Uh, their first Sun Belt conference game, too. They haven't yep. played a conference game yet, so... Exactly. So they're playing Thursday night. They're the 630 o'clock game, uh, 630 p.m. game uh, favored by 11. Uh, I got uh, 10 and a half earlier. So that line has moved up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they're Appalachian State on this yeah. one. So so I'm going to go ahead and uh, continue that. And I'm picking App State as well. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to go with you as well. I'm going to say they, they cover it's, you know, it's at home for them. It's going to help them kind of bounce back a little bit and they're still a, a solid team. So, um, I think they're going to move the ball, uh, in a balanced offense and, uh, get their, uh, first, uh, go one and over the conference. So, and our typical, uh, American game of the week, <laughs> we have, uh, Tulsa and South Florida. Tulsa obviously oh, had Jesus. that week off. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's nine and a half. I mean, I'm sure Tulsa's defense will be there, but I will. <laughs> how many points is Tulsa going to score? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, maybe they'll come back and maybe this will be the week they go back to old school Tulsa and put up 40 yeah. points or something. But uh, I mean, it's, are you, are you picking Tulsa officially then? Yeah, I got, I got Tulsa officially. I just don't know how many points they're going to score. If it's going to be even enough to cover the spread. Yeah. So, did you say Apple? Did you have App State covering, or did you say they were? Oh, I just said App State. You picked App State covering. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I forgot to put that in. I just said App State regularly. Um, okay. So you think Tulsa, that Arkansas State covered? Okay. I'll, I'll um, say Tulsa won't cover just for the heck of it. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go a little bit. I, I don't know if it's an upset technically. I'll go with South Florida. Okay. Um, they got a little more, obviously, a few more games under their belt, and uh, it's that you know it is in Tampa, so it may help them a little bit as well. So um, we'll see if South Florida can come out make some noise on Friday. So exactly. Um, and then we have <laughs> Wisconsin and Illinois. Uh, Wisconsin's. Next opponent, as you know, after Illinois is Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm I'm thinking, you know, hey, we beat Wisconsin. The higher they are, the farther they're going to fall. Wisconsin, I have at the time of this, uh, my notes, 23 and a half. 
that has gone down to 20. So uh, people feel in Illinois on this one. Uh, I I'm picking Wisconsin, but I'm actually going to go with the people and I don't think they're going to cover. I'm going to go with Wisconsin. I think they're going to come out strong and they're going to, you know, they're going to move their push, use their muscle and then move the ball on the ground. And the, the line is going to push all the way around a little bit. So Wisconsin, I'm going to say they cover, I'm going to say they win by 30. Oh, okay. Um, so just to make sure you're aware for the covering and not covering, I'm having, you have app state covering the 10 and a half. I do not have Tulsa covering the nine and a half and I don't have Wisconsin covering the 23 and a half. We're going to use my numbers just for consistency. Okay. Sake. Um, okay, well, so yeah, have, I'll still have them covered. I'll still have them covered. So you have Wisconsin by 30. I think they'll win by 30. Damn. Uh, another, I think they're going to dominate. So yeah. Another game uh, that's actually a non-conference game uh, that could be very, very interesting is Louisiana and UAB. Uh, Louisiana just coming off that loss to Coastal Carolina. UAB, you know, they were about about to cancel their football program. Yeah, uh, and they ended up coming back and having a ten win season. So uh, it's and they're they're off to a good start this year. They're four and one right now, and they're still uh, uh, still showing that they uh, are a uh, team to be uh, to team to be reckoned with. So. Yep, and I, I still I still believe in Louisiana. I like the things they're doing. They're a heck of a football team, and that's why I have them beating UAB um, uh, straight up. Straight up. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little different. I'm, I'm gonna it's it's obviously a toss up game. Um, is across the board. And it's I, I got two two points right now to UAB just because of their home team more or less. So, but I'll mm. go with UAB. I think uh, they win, and with the two points, I think they cover. I don't know if you have it. It said it something different, but I have one and a half. Yeah. So, so I, obviously they cover. Yeah. If they win. So, Te- well, technically, not necessarily. Yeah. So one um, point, you never know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up, missing, we uh, have. Extra point. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we have Syracuse and Clemson. I know you're really excited to talk about this game. Uh, I'm kidding. We're not. <laughs> Clemson favored by 45 and a half. Um, I think it's just, just does Clemson cover. Yeah. Um, uh, do, you, do you? I mean, that's a legit question. You think they can win by 46 points? Yes. No bones uh, about it. I I will go. I will say Syracuse covers. Okay. 45. Uh, that's that's. They could lose by six touchdowns and a field goal and still cover. Yeah. Like, just to put it in that perspective. It's, yeah. It's very crazy. And I think after the win over Georgia Tech, I think it'll, they're going to – Clemson will come a little bit back to earth with their points. I think we're going to see like a, you know, maybe a 49-7 to seven game or something. Obviously still blowout, but yeah. I think Syracuse covers. Okay. Um, and then – I have you next game obviously is going to be North Carolina and NC state, both ranks battle Uh, of North Carolina battle for North Carolina. I have uh, North Carolina favored by 16 and a half. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick North Carolina on this one, but I am not thinking they are going to cover that. And no, I'm not doing it. Nope. Okay. Oh, oh, he was uh, thinking about. He was thinking about it. I was thinking about uh, making a lock of the week, but I'm not doing that. Um, so I got North Carolina no cover. I'm, I'm going. Uh, I'm going the same boat as you. I think a rivalry game is going to end. NC State's shown that they're a good, solid team this year. So I'm going to say this is going to be a good battle, and uh, North Carolina pulls it out, but it's you know a single-digit victory kind of thing. Okay. So next. Up. I don't have a line for this. It might have changed that UNC game. What is that? That was that's still at 16. Um, so yep. Michigan's 
State and Rutgers. Uh, there's still no line. <laughs> not sure if that's a good thing or not. Uh, Noah Vedral, former Nebraska quarterback, uh, could potentially start. He is listed as the or on the Rutgers depth chart. Um, with that, I do think Michigan State wins. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know what to, what to expect with Rutgers. If, if I'm thinking they're, that the line that they might put, I'm thinking 2025 would probably be the line towards Michigan State, maybe even close, like probably closer to 25 since it's at home for them. So I I think I think Michigan State cover covers whatever the line ends up being, if there is a line. If yeah. not, you can use my 25, but I think it's to cover. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is Temple and Memphis. Um, it was just another non-conference game that I thought could be interesting uh, that we're putting on our list, if I can find them. Uh, Memphis is favored by 13 and a half. It's Temple's third game of the year. So um, I I think um, I think Memphis is going to put up some points again. I think they're going to make a couple plays and they're going to pull this out. And uh, but I will say that Temple covers. I have it the opposite. I think Memphis will cover. Memphis covers. OK. Yep. We'll cover. Um, next up, we have Coastal Carolina and Georgia Southern. I know you're a big fan of Georgia Southern because of their <laughs> uh, option offense. Right. Um, but that's going to be a couple of uh, interesting offenses on display here. A yep. um, couple good teams. Like this is a good battle within the conference, and um, it'll be interesting to see where, where how this plays out. So, so the money is definitely going towards Coastal because when I wrote this, I had Coastal at four and a half. It's up to six now. Yeah. Um, six there, and a half. But for for my for my sake, I have Coastal Carolina and I have them as a lock of the week. Lock of the week. For my lock of the week. Um, oh wait, wait. Yep, lock of the week. We're doing lock of oh, the week. Oh. Okay, okay. I'm uh gonna go with uh Georgia Southern with the upset, sir. All right. No, no fuck. Well, fuck your Coastal Carolina, Chanticleers. I'm out of that town now, so I'm gonna go back to saying F you. Is that uh is that lock or uh no, no, no. I mean that would be upset special, but I'm not gonna do that. I gotta kind of decide on what I want to do for that one still. So okay, so I have uh, next up Tulane and UCF. <laughs> Tulane's favored by 18 and a half. Um, I guess can they get back to their winning ways is more of the reason to put this on here. Uh, UCF is to 20 now favored. Um, jeez, oh, I think. I don't know. Like I'm, I, I don't think UCF can stop anybody. Um, I mean, it's showing that way. But to, to be fair, Tulane is not what we thought Tulane was. I mean, they're own three in the conference, and UCF is favored by twenty. And they've blown and, a couple of games too. Yeah, and and I mean, still have Dylan Gabriel, who's still a very solid quarterback. So, um, I'll give me UCF and give me that they cover and. I will put the this after the last game. I'm gonna put that in my lock of the week. What they cover? Okay, you got UCF covering as lock of the week. You heard it here, here first, here, folks. All right. So next up, we got the newly ranked Marshall Thundering Herd hosting the Florida Atlantic. They One are favored. Yeah. One and <laughs> favored by fourteen and a half. Um, it's up to 16 me, and a half now. So oh, Jesus. People, are, people are voting for Marshall. Give me Marshall. Covering 14. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Goes with the cover. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the I'm gonna go Marshall, but they don't cover. Okay, I got you. Um very interesting. Next up's Alabama and 10 AC. Um when I wrote this. To, we're getting close to my, my team here. So uh, we got Alabama 21 and a half. Uh Alabama I, covers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even there's nothing like they're gonna like um, Tennessee is is starting to to show what Tennessee is. Alabama is gonna continue to roll. And I think they're gonna start this game off better than they did against Georgia. So that's gonna help them push it up further and they're gonna win by 31. Okay. Um, next up is number three, Notre Dame traveling to Pittsburgh. Uh, Notre Dame is favored by nine and a half. I'm going Pittsburgh, but it is not my upset special. Well, I know what your upset special is. And if you can't guess it by now, people, then what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going with Pittsburgh as well. That is my upset special. Pittsburgh. Yeah, knocking Notre Dame down, hopefully like 10, 12 spots. All right. So next up uh, is number 17, Iowa State, traveling to number six, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State favored by three and a half when I wrote this. It is still at three and a half. Mm-hmm. So neutral field, it's even. Um, if if I were doing a second lock of the week, which I am not, uh, you can take this one. Give me Iowa State. That's a lock. Take it to the bank. Bet your house. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're smoking the the wrong stuff, uh, and and again you're you're gonna join your your buddy Kyle in the misery of defeat. Oklahoma State gonna do their thing and uh, keep it rolling. Go four and zero, oh, and they easily cover three and a half. Oh, uh, next up, uh, which is one of the weirder lines, I guess one person could say. Um, Penn State travels to uh, Indiana, um, only favored by six and a half. Um, it's, yeah, it's still there. People aren't voting it either or uh, betting it. So it's yeah. interesting to see. Like, I, it's that kind of it's a little worrisome if you're a um, Penn State fan, or unless I mean, or you're really excited if you're Indiana. Like, I don't, I don't remember if any what Indiana's got coming into this year. If they have anything like real exciting, well, so they lost Peyton Ramsey, the quarterback that be- helped them beat Nebraska last year. Yeah. They lost him to Northwestern, so yeah, and they lost Marcelio uh, Marcelliano Ball um, oh. as well, one of their big defensive guys. So um, I'm going Penn State on the side cover at this point because. Indiana, they don't have the talent they got, and I would be very surprising if they were able to stick in this game. Yeah, uh, I'm picking Penn State as well. Um, Next up, Virginia Tech going to Winston-Salem to fight the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. The Demon Deacons. Uh, Virginia Tech favored by 7.5. Another odd line. Um, I think, is it still that? Yeah, no, it's up to nine and a half. Yeah. I have seven and a half. I have them covering that. Um, give me. I'm gonna go a little crazy here. I'm gonna give me Wake Forest in the upset. Okay. I don't really have much rhyme or reason behind it, but I think, um, you know, they're going to win some Salem. I think maybe they're gonna have a little bit of a letdown. And they're going to have a couple mistakes. Wake Forest takes advantage of it, and uh, they're going to make a couple plays and pull it to victory. So, 
Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think uh, so. You got? You, do you have them covering? He's like, I wake for us. Uh, oh, on the upset, oh, shit! So. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Sorry, I distracted for a second. Um, uh, Iowa and Per don't. Um, so I have Iowa four and a half. Not much to say about it, to be honest, because it's Iowa. Fuck Iowa. Yeah. Um, second Iowa. It's only three, 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 three points. Damn, that's that seems low for for this game, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I'm not sure why it's that low, <laughs> especially since uh, Brom is not going to be coaching. Yeah. Well, you know what? Give me Purdue in the upset because Iowa's doing oh, all okay. kinds of crap right now. Like uh, they're 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 going to be distracted. I think so. You know, mm-hmm. give me give me the upset to start the year and knock knock Iowa off their perch. So so okay. I'm, I'm I'm picking it now. Two two losses for the Iowa teams because. So, um, you didn't want, you, didn't next, want, you got Houston, Navy, or Baylor in Texas at all? I have Baylor, Texas. I wasn't sure if you wanted to do that or not. Um, I have it down here as a question mark where you wanted to pick Baylor, Texas. That's that's kind of up to you. It's eight and a half for Texas, so it's an interesting game. So, um, yeah, we can. Why not? Um, you can say your your famous line that you like to say. Yep. So. Oh yeah, the wrong team is favored. <laughs> give me the Bears of Baylor. Uh, give me give me Texas and a little bit of a bounce back. So, um, I, I don't think they cover. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So we also get Mountain West action this week. Which oh is yeah, uh, Wyoming travels to Nevada. Wyoming favored by three and a half when I wrote this. Let's That's a four see. and a half now. Ooh, give me Craig Bull and Wyoming. I'm right there with you. I say they cover. Like, I think they're going to be a, a team to mess with again. I think he's going to show some of the talent that he is able to recruit, and they're going to get uh, you know, a couple players to continue to push it forward. So. Um, Michigan. Next up, Michigan and Minnesota. Michigan's favored by two and a half. Well, um, three and a half. Ooh. <laughs> so I got Michigan. So fuck you, Goldie. <laughs> Which of the M teams do I hate worse? Basically, yeah. Um, just to piss you off tremendously. You and might. I think Mich- I think Michigan is a little overrated. Give me Minnesota. Fine. Uh, next up, I have this on here because you know it's Hawaii. Um, Hawaii. Hawaii and frenzy Fresno State, the Rainbow Warriors. I got them. Beating the Bulldogs. Oh, oh, going with the upset, upset. Uh, give me Fresno State. I think they're just a little bit better team. Just yeah, that's the history they've had. When you take away the the Colt Brennan years in Hawaii, they didn't really have much else. So <laughs> next up is the second to last Big Ten game of the week: Maryland and Northwestern. Uh, I got Northwestern. Yes. Do you have them covering? <laughs> I don't know. To be honest. It's so hard to choose that at this point. Like, yeah, this could easily be a you know forty-two to thirty-five game. It could easily be a ten to nine game. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. I got some fingerprints on my TV. I need to get off. Um, sorry. Uh, so yeah, I got Northwestern, but I don't know about the cover. Are you there? 
Oh, shit. Really? You good? Oh, you good? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, that was a little weird. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, you froze there for a second. Oh, well, I, it might have buffered a little bit. Okay. Sorry, we're we're not doing this in the normal setting. We're doing this uh, yeah. Skype again. So. Skyping, but uh, uh, for uh, another a week after this. Yeah. Um. But yeah, give me uh give me Maryland covering that. So. Okay. Yeah, Maryland. Um, next up, uh, for the second to last game is Cincinnati and SMU. Uh, yeah, SMU. Very interesting game. game for this for the not just uh, not just the conference but in the rankings too because yep. if Cincinnati can pull this off, they can probably jump up a couple spots. So definitely possible. Um, I'm gonna. I went ahead and went with SMU. Oh, they are favored. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know if you have it different, but I had two and a half. Um, oh, I had Cincinnati one and a half when I wrote this. Oh, I jumped at uh, SMU at two and a half already. Damn. So give me, uh, give me Cincinnati. I think with the injuries that SMU has, it's a better team with Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati pulls it out. And the game you guys have all been waiting for your Nebraska Cornhuskers traveling to Columbus, Ohio, the shoe. 26 point underdogs traveling to face Justin Fields, Ryan Day, and the number five Ohio State Buckeyes. I'm going to go ahead and just say it right here. You heard it here first. The wrong team is <laughs> favored. Give me Nebraska straight up upset special, baby. Don't don't break your fist there in your excitement, sir. Um. As much as I would Don't love to it. join your bandwagon. Don't do it to me. Don't do it. I can't. Oh, I can't do it. You're doing it. You're I'm hurting a, me. I'm going to hurt you terribly mm. right now. And I'm not going to shed too much of a tear, to be honest. So. <laughs> <laughs> give me uh, give me Ohio State. Um, okay. But I do not think they cover. Okay. I think Nebraska can cover what... Well, are we going 26? We're going 21. 25 we going? and a half. 25 and a half. Okay. I'm going to, I'll say Nebraska can at least cover that. Okay. I guess that's a good sign. Um, I, I think, I think we're going to see a little bit of firepower from Scott Frost on offense finally. So, yeah. Uh, so um, I just want to go ahead and let you guys know uh, that is probably going to be it for this episode. Um, nothing else. I think we covered it all pretty much. I mean, I don't, there's a not many other uh, games out there. That's you know we got a few interesting matchups and stuff like that. But obviously, we got a pretty big list this week. Now that we got Big Ten and Mountain West football back in action, so and uh, Rice is set to play their first game this week as well. Woo! So they're uh, they're finally getting to the fold after, and they're actually favored in their first game. So go chips to rice. rice. Maybe they can start the season off in the race for yeah, right playing. They are playing so. uh what I thought was a good team in Middle Tennessee. So <laughs> let's hope so. All right. Well we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up for a week. We will see you at the Can't same right. at the <laughs> same damn time. The same damn place in the same damn state. Go big rock 
but go big red. Fuck Minnesota. Fuck Texas, right? Yes. <laughs> Peace. Peace.